This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Tuesday, February 25th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. The Annapolis Police Department is investigating an armed robbery from this weekend where a man was approached by a group of men assaulted and robbed. On Friday evening at about 7.30, they were called to the unit block of Juliana Circle, and the victim reported that he was walking in the area when he was approached from behind by three male suspects. They knocked him to the ground, kicked him and punched him, and struck him in the face with a handgun. They took his wallet and fled the area. Police were unable to locate the suspects. The victim was transported to an area hospital for non-life-threatening injuries. Somewhat of an update to the concerning story we reported last week of a woman that was stabbed with a syringe in Churchton. Initially, the Anne Arundel County Police had released a very hazy still picture from a video of a suspect, which apparently led them nowhere, and now they have released the full video of this, which shows the man what appears to be stabbing the woman in the behind with some sort of a device as she was exiting a grocery store. You want to go to ionanapolis.net, check that out, and please share that video. If indeed this is a syringe, this is a very concerning crime. One firefighter was sent to the hospital on Saturday afternoon after being injured, fighting a blaze in Severn, Maryland. The Anne Arundel County Fire Department received a number of 911 calls from occupants as well as neighbors reporting the deck in the back of a home on fire in the 1800 block of Cedar Drive. When firefighters arrived, they found heavy fire conditions in the rear of the home and also an RV was involved. 43 firefighters from Anne Arundel County, Fort Meade, and BWI fought the blaze. It took them about 40 minutes to put it out. Four occupants of the home were displaced. They're being assisted by the Red Cross, and one firefighter from Fort Meade suffered a minor ankle injury while moving a hose. He was transported to the hospital for treatment and released. The cause of the fire is under investigation by the Anne Arundel County Fire Department Fire and Explosives Investigation Unit, and there is no damage estimate at this time. Once again, the Preakness has released their headliners for the Infield Fest 2020, and once again, I don't know a damn one of them. Infield Fest is scheduled for Saturday, May 16th, the day of the Preakness race, and the headliners are going to be including Marshmallow, a rapper Da Baby, and pop singer and songwriter Quinn XCII. Additionally, they're going to have two friends, Diesel, DJ Paulie D, I remember him from his Jersey Shore days, and Gattuso. I will not be attending, but First Live, who is the organizers of the festival, estimate that 25,000 people will be there. Tickets are $69 for general admission. They go up from there. And you can find out more information and get tickets if you want to see Marshmallow, Da Baby, and Quinn XCII. Go to Preakness.com. Hey, the 38th annual Annapolis Cup croquet match between the Naval Academy and St. John's is scheduled for April 18th. But unless you've already got your tickets... You ain't going. It is officially sold out. Tickets went on sale over the weekend. They sold out in less than a day. I imagine you could probably get some on Craigslist. They probably will be some scalping action going on there like there was last year. This has become a more and more popular event in the spring. And for the record, St. John's leads that whole series 30 to 7. However, if you do want to go see it, 
I do have a solution for you. The Annapolis Police Department is sponsoring their Spring Fling again. It's being held on March 18th at the Market House in downtown Annapolis. It gets underway at 6 o'clock for the VIP ticket holders and 7 p.m. for those with the standard tickets. It is a fundraiser for the Annapolis Police Department Foundation's scholarship program. And what that does is that gives scholarships to city residents who are graduating high school this year to get them into colleges. They will have a live auction, a silent auction, lots of good stuff. And actually, I met with Lieutenant Kraus from the police department yesterday, and we went over some of the things, and it is going to be a great event. So when the tickets do go on sale, you want to make sure you pick them up. It will be inexpensive and a fun, quick night in the middle of the week. I do know that one of the prizes that they are auctioning off is a tent package at the croquet match. So you do have a chance to get in there with 10 of your friends. If you are interested in applying for the scholarship, you do need to be a graduating senior. You do need to be a resident of the city of Annapolis, and you do need to have a 2.7 GPA. You've got to submit the completed application, an official high school transcript, as well as two letters of recommendation, and those deadlines will be May 15th. All right, that does wrap it up for the news part of this. You want to make sure you stay tuned because I have a legitimate rant on HB 1628, and if you don't know what HB 1628 is, you do need to hang out and listen about that. It is Ticket Tuesday, and once again, I want to thank the Ramshead for providing tickets, and today I've got a pair of tickets to see Zoe Keating on February 29th. It'll be the only time you're going to be able to see something on February 29th, probably for another four years. This is a matinee show, and this will be a very interesting one because she is a rock cellist. You want to go see Zoe Keating? Just send me an email, info at ionanapolis.net, and say something to the effect that you want to go see Zoe Keating, and I will pick a random winner out of the number of emails that I do get. Also, you want to make sure that you are following us on Facebook, All Annapolis, and Twitter, at Annapolis because it is Restaurant Week coming up, and I do have a lot of gift cards to give away for Restaurant Week. We've been hiding them around in sort of scavenger hunt things all around town. Again, you can find out more information on that at annapolisrestaurantweek.com. All right, that does wrap it up for me. Hang tight. I've got George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. He's coming up in just one minute. And then don't forget, hang out for my rant on HB 1628. Please join Anne Arundel Medical Center Foundation and presenting sponsor First National Bank Saturday, April 25th in Annapolis at the AAMC Foundation's Denim and Diamonds Bash. The 2020 Denim and Diamonds Bash is an important opportunity to provide critical funding for vital health services, including adult and pediatric mental health and substance abuse, evaluation, care, and navigation. Denim and Diamonds is a wonderful evening under the stars, featuring fabulous cuisine, gourmet food trucks, silent auction, and dancing to the Reagan years, all to support expanding mental health and addiction care in our community. Tickets are on sale. To purchase tickets before they sell out, please visit aamcdenimanddiamonds.org. Special thanks to our platinum sponsors, Anne Arundel Dermatology, AAMC Medical Staff, Buck Distributing Company, Comcast, Event EQ, Main and Market, What's Up Media, and WRNR. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Tuesday, February 25th. Yesterday was a nice start to the work week with mixed skies and highs in the 50s. And while today will bring more highs in the 50s for the Annapolis region, it will also be a return of clouds and showers off and on throughout the day ahead of a cold front that will bring more showers and possibly some thunderstorms tomorrow in the p.m. hours with highs near 60 degrees before a return to sunshine and temps only in the 40s both Thursday and Friday for highs to close out the work week. 
with the early expectation for the weekend still for sunny but slightly cold conditions with highs near 40 both Saturday and Sunday. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there and be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching the Apple or Google App Stores for DCMDVA Weather. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. The Beatles are one of the only bands that kids, parents, and grandparents can all enjoy together. That's why, on Saturday, March 21st, WTMD and Maryland Hall are partnering to present the Saturday Morning Tunes Beatles Family Festival, featuring the Fabtastic Four. Doors open at 9.30 a.m., and the music starts at 10 a.m., Saturday, March 21st, at Maryland Hall, 801 Chase Street in Annapolis. Sponsored in part by the B&O Railroad Museum. The family fun continues at Maryland Hall from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. on Sunday, March 22nd for Art Fest, featuring hands-on activities, mini performances, children's crafts, treats, and more. Tickets and more info for the Saturday Morning Tunes Beatles Family Festival and Art Fest at Maryland Hall are at MarylandHall.org. So many different stories in the news, and everyone has an opinion. Here's ours. If I were to tell you that the cost to advertise your event was going to increase 5%, would you be upset? What about 5% more to walk your dog? Fix that leaky toilet. Hire that attorney to fight that traffic ticket. Have your taxes prepared. Watch a film on Netflix. The commission paid to your realtor. Printing to the flyers for your lost cat. House cleaning. Getting your nails done or your hair cut. All increasing by 5%. Would that piss you off? How much would it cost you a year? Do the math. You'll probably be shocked. Well, that's exactly what the Maryland General Assembly is considering this year with the House Bill 1628. The legislation is set to accept, adopt, and put in place the $32 billion worth of recommendations from the Kerbin Commission to get Maryland's public schools in tip-top shape like they once were. The only issue is no one knows how to pay for it. Enter Delegates Lutke, Barnes, Davis, Jackson, Kaiser, McIntosh, and Washington. In House Bill 1628, they are proposing reducing the state's 6% sales tax to 5%, but including services that had always been exempt from collecting that tax. Of course, this is going to be touted as a tax reduction. To a degree, it really is. But take a look at your bottom line at the end of the year. If you save 1% of material goods you buy throughout the year, yet you're paying 5% more for the services you consume, internet, phone service, storage units, snow plowing, funeral services, tow truck services, getting the car fixed, advertising, parking, carpet cleaning, laundry, and dry cleaning, that photographer you hired for your wedding, and the DJ or the band, well, again, you do the math. As I read the bill, there are some interesting points. There are some exemptions. Education, social services, and medical. Hey, good thing. But there are also exempt labor organizations and political associations. Guess they're not wanting to bite the hand that feeds them. Also, nowhere does it address, and to be honest, I am not sure if it is really supposed to address this, but it doesn't say why this change is being made. Face it, Maryland bureaucrats are not really good at keeping their promises to keep their fingers out of buckets of money. If they are not taking payments for votes or selling cartoon books to Maryland institutions or evading paying taxes, they are probably raiding some dedicated fund bucket. Remember the lottery? That was supposed to make all of the senior citizens in Maryland make sure they got the services and benefits they needed. How's that working out? Remember in 2008 when it was slot machines? That was going to turn education around in Maryland. Until it didn't. And then in 2012, table games. That was going to turn education around in Maryland. Until it didn't. 
And here we are, the state legislature is going, well, I'm really serious now. Now, I really, 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 really mean it. I I'm really mean it. I'm serious. Come on. We're not that stupid. So in the last decades, why haven't the schools improved if we've had all this money from slots, from table games, and even going back further to the Thornburg Commission? Why do our elected representatives feel that giving them $32 billion is going to help? The schools and the state have been on a decline for decades in Maryland, and no one is asking why. Before we open the taxpayer's checkbook and put a $32 billion burden on the hardworking people of Maryland, why not look to the schools and start to hold them accountable? I know that seems like crazy talk to some, holding people responsible for spending our tax dollars accountable. I know, I may be going off the deep end with that, but that needs to be done. If it means that putting off the Kerwin Commission recommendations for a session or two, so be it. At least we know that the schools are on the right track. Right now, they're looking like a bunch of Pavlovian dogs just hearing the checkbooks open bell ring. If they still believe that the taxpayers want this increase, put it on a referendum and let us vote for it. And this rant does not even begin to address the burden and cost to small businesses. I have a guy that cuts my grass. He's on the up and up and reports his income and all that. But now, instead of cutting my grass, he's going to need to spend time on the bureaucracy of collecting and remitting taxes. This will drive businesses out of state. I can go on and on about how horrible this is, but for now, I suggest you contact your legislator and voice your opinion. Phone, email, in person. Hey, if you're going in person, Galway Bay or Harry Browns would be a good spot for that. And let them know in simple terms, no, this is not acceptable. Yesterday, someone told me that the estimate of the burden of this tax is only $2 a week for the average family in Maryland. Well, the governor's office is saying $33 a week, and I just took a very, very cursory look at my own services consumed. And just looking at house cleaning, lawn care, car maintenance, haircut, car washes, and $1,000 a year in home maintenance, I'm already at $7 a week. That's a big gap. I know the governor's office, as well as my delegates and senator, listen to this podcast. And to Governor Hogan, Delegates Kane and Henson, and Senator Elfrith, if you ever want to come on this podcast and discuss this bill, or really anything you want, the door is always open, as I've told you in the past. And that's what I'm thinking today. What are we going to do about Mom? What kind of care does Dad need? How much will it cost? Who will take care of them? These are the tough questions that come with aging parents. Bay Village Assisted Living and Memory Care can help. We have the experience and the resources to help you find those answers. To help you gain peace of mind, we can answer the when, the where, the how, and everything in between. Give us a call or stop by for confidential, free assistance. We're here for those conversations, and maybe it's time you were too. Bay Village Assisted Living and Memory Care, a new community designed with Annapolis in mind. Visit our sales and information center at 947 Bay Ridge Road or online at bayvillageassistedliving.com. We know these are hard conversations and we're here to help when you need us. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.